Welcome to Unclouded Eye, your eye in the sky. I am your planetary observer, Ash Brooks. Hello, and thank you for joining me today. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about election week and the energy, the transits, the weird alignments that are going on this week. And even if you don't live in the United States, these energies are pretty interesting and unique. And it's funny because on first glance, it doesn't really seem like there's much going on because a lot of the aspects have to do with asteroids or with sort of complicated aspect patterns that don't necessarily jump out right away. But looking a little bit closer, there are some really interesting transits happening this week. And so I think that for this particular episode, I'm just going to kind of go through day by day what the major events are. Not every episode will follow this format, but I feel like this will be the best way to present the information for this week. So let's begin with Monday, November 2nd. Now, The event that is going on today actually began on Halloween, but Halloween weekend was jam-packed with celestial events, and so we kind of were distracted by a lot of that stuff, so I didn't get to bring it up until today. The asteroid series is currently stationed at 29 degrees Aquarius, and as I mentioned, this began on Halloween, and series will be in this particular place in the sky until November 10th when she enters Pisces. And Ceres is an asteroid, but she's also considered a planetoid. She's the exact same size as Pluto. And interestingly enough, Ceres is part of the reason that Pluto was demoted from planet to planetoid. And the reason is that if Pluto were to stay as a planet, then asteroids or planetoids like Ceres, which were the exact same size, would have to be considered for planetary status at that point because there was no major difference between Ceres and Pluto in terms of size. Now, if you know anything about Roman mythology, Ceres was the mother of Demeter, and Demeter was the one that was kidnapped by Pluto and brought down to the underworld. So Ceres represents the maternal aspect. She represents the need to nurture and the need to be nurtured. And we often find that when there are major Ceres transits in the sky, our own maternal urges kick in, whether you identify as male or female or something else. There is that inside of ourselves where we want to protect those who are unable to do that for themselves. So this could look like feeling like you want to protect and nurture children or animals, or maybe you have the desire to have a child during this time, or maybe you're just feeling fiercely protective in general. Now, the reason that this is considered even something we would want to talk about is that the 29th degree in astrology is called the anoretic degree. And what this means is that any planet or planetary body that is at that degree, no matter what the sign is, is going to be considered unstable or chaotic in some way. And this has lessened quite a bit when the planet is in retrograde because it's not moving forward into the next sign. It's moving back through the sign that it's already in. So there's a little bit less of that kind of frantic energy there. But with Ceres, Ceres is moving forward. It is not currently in retrograde. And so 
we are going to feel that collective kind of unease or unrest in regards to the maternal. And this is something that is underlying the surface all week long until the 10th. And once Ceres enters Pisces on November 10th, we will feel this kind of loosen up. This grip will be dropped. So that's the big event today on Monday, November 2nd. And moving forward to Tuesday, November 3rd, which is election day in the U.S., the moon is incredibly active this day. First of all, it is in Gemini, which is already a very active placement for the moon. It makes us very curious, very chatty and inquisitive. It makes us maybe a little bit fidgety, a little bit anxious. And the moon is sextiling Mars, which is currently in retrograde. It's squaring Neptune, and it's going to move into conjunction with the North Node on Tuesday. Now, all of these transits, they are going to leave us feeling a little bit pulled in multiple directions. I kind of would consider it like having a lot of caffeine or having a few espressos. You're going to feel maybe overstimulated and... I think that a lot of this is going to lessen once Mercury moves direct. So Mercury stations direct at 12.50 p.m. Eastern Time. And at that point, Mercury is still going to be in its shadow period. So it's not necessarily going to feel completely different, but there is going to be a collective sigh of relief at this point. We are not in Mercury retrograde anymore. So if you are planning on voting tomorrow, if you can wait till after Mercury stations direct, direct, all the better, but ultimately it should be fine. If you listened to my Mercury cycle episode, which was the first episode of this podcast, you might remember that November 3rd marks the entrance into the second phase of this Mercury cycle. So this is a longer phase. This one's going to last until December 19th. And if you want, you can go back and listen to that Mercury episode for a deeper look into what each of the phases consists of and what the cycle represents as a whole. But the main thing to know about November 3rd through December 19th is that this is a time for putting in the work, growing and implementing the ideas that we came up with during that first Mercury phase and really collaborating with others, working with others. This is going to be made so much easier now that Mercury is direct. We can really expect more clarity in our dealings with others. So this is going to be good. All that said though, I am not sure there's going to be any sort of conclusive election result on Tuesday. And I think this is something that most people are seeing and you don't even need to be an astrologer to know that. But ultimately I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't know for a few weeks just from looking at the astrology. So it is going to be a bit of a limbo period. It's going to be a big question mark for a while. And there may be some uh, premature announcements that could absolutely happen. So try your best to take everything with a grain of salt. There may be some shifts. There may be some changes over the next couple weeks. Try to remain as grounded as you possibly can. And that's going to look like stepping away from social media, maybe when you need to. 
doing some deep breathing or meditation techniques or just being outside, getting some physical activity. And if it's not too cold where you live, maybe going for a walk, being in nature, that could be very helpful over the next couple weeks. On Tuesday, November 3rd, also the asteroid Sappho is trining Neptune. And Sappho is the asteroid that rules over sexual freedom. And when it's in trine with Neptune, that's really about reaching higher spiritual planes through loving openly and without condition. And so we might think about this as expressing our sensuality and sexuality in a loving spiritual way, in a way that's both empowering, but also full of compassion because Neptune's such a compassionate planet. So compassion for the self and for others. The last thing that I want to talk about is that there's a very interesting event happening this week astrologically. And it's one that I kind of noticed when I was looking at the chart for this week, but I did a little more research and a couple other astrologers had really gone deep into this, so I was able to learn a little more and then I did some of my own research. And the event is that something that I'm calling the cardinal alignment is happening. And this begins on November 4th and it lasts until Saturday, November 7th. And what this is, is every cardinal sign, so that is Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, contains its planetary ruler inside of it for these three days. And so we know Mars is in Aries right now, and Saturn is in Capricorn right now, and Venus is in Libra right now. So on Wednesday, November 4th, the moon enters Cancer at 4.46 p.m. Eastern Time, and then all four of these cardinal signs have their planetary ruler inside of them. And this might seem interesting, but if we really think about it, this has not happened since 1783. And for all of those planets to kind of line up in those placements, that is really a big deal. If we look back at what was happening in 1783, that was when the United States signed the Treaty of Paris, which gave the country freedom from Great Britain. And it was a revolutionary time for the United States. So it's pretty interesting that we are going through the same alignment this week during this very historical election period. And while 1776 was definitely the founding of the United States, it was when the Declaration of Independence was signed, the United States didn't really become a free sovereign nation until 1783. And in a way, it's kind of like a repeat of that energy. So whatever happens this week and whatever happens going forward into 2021 is going to be extremely historical. I don't know exactly what this pertains to, but what we know of cardinal energy is that it is initiatory energy. The cardinal signs kick off each of the seasons when we 
Think about Aries that begins spring in the Northern Hemisphere. Cancer begins summer. Libra begins autumn and Capricorn begins winter. It's the start of something. It's a new beginning. So we know that whatever is going to happen during this week, this three-day period, it's really going to be big. So, you know, maybe we will know something. Maybe there will be some more concrete decision. I'm just not sure if it will be reversed or not. It's definitely a time with a lot of shifts, but whatever happens this week is going to be a big deal. I can tell you that much. And this transit or this alignment, I'm calling it the cardinal alignment, like I said, it lasts until Saturday, November 7th, when the moon leaves Cancer and goes into Leo at 2.19 a.m. Eastern time. So we get this all day Thursday, all day Friday, and for the second half of the day on Wednesday, for those in the United States, we'll get that that evening if you are in Europe or somewhere else you will definitely get it all day Thursday and Friday and part of Saturday morning instead so you may want to look up those times because that is a really potent set of planetary placements and if you know anything about cardinal signs if you have any planets and cardinal signs in your astrology chart they form squares and oppositions with each other so it's not the most comfortable energy but things happen things change and there's a lot of tension and from that tension we're able to initiate new energy we're able to move things so the tension has to happen so that the action takes place so that's something to think about something to remember this week going forward and in the background behind my voice you are hearing moon square neptune and this is an aspect that's happening early on in the week on tuesday that is a tonal cosmology piece that my partner matt and i created for our tonal cosmology project on our record label flower room and if you want to hear more about this astro musical system, you can visit our website, flowerroom.me. Find us on Instagram at flowerroomrecords, and you can find me on Instagram at unclouded-eye for near daily forecasts, weekly horoscopes, and much more. Thank you so much for joining me. Till next time.